0: Arkansas. The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed home. Now your man JB has 90 minutes to react to everything that just happened. This is the People's Post Game Show. We have a
1: responsibility to the people.
0: What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. Plus, game grades and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini.
1: Well, here we are, kind of stuck in college football purgatory, at least as it feels in a certain case that we're in right now with the Arkansas Razorbacks, kind of a holding pattern. And that's where we are. That's what we're going to try to sort ourselves through as we make our way into this conversation and welcome you into our bunka studio, streaming it live, Team B Media. You can see us now across the Internet, across the web universe, as we come at you here at team B media production and so good to have you on board streaming live on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Give that a subscribe, hype it in Josh Berticini easy to find should pop right up. You click, you see that blinking red, red light next to my name, my avatar, whatever it is, click on that. Boom. You're in the room and you can chat with us. there, as so many of you have chosen to do this year. If you're going to do it like that, all I ask is that you keep it clean And we will be good to go. Okay? Meanwhile, Podbean Live. Yes, sir. Bit of heart and soul. It's not a backbone for us as well. Here in the early days of our Team B Media production. If you've not checked out our morning show live already, what are you doing? Daily radio show every morning at 7 a.m. And it continues to make it mindful of me. Right now that so many of y'all Have found this thing already And are doing such a great job Adjusting to the technology And the new confines Of what we're doing here So Podbean Live will help you through the door On The Real NWJB As well as tonight's People's post game show And so that's what we have going on here Also streaming live at our website TheRealNWAJB.com So What do you think is going on right now with this Arkansas Razorback football program? They beat Florida international today. It was a win. They played a football game and Arkansas won the game. Make no mistake about that. 44 to 20 your final score. Arkansas did not cover in this football game. Not that it is about the cash money dollars at the end of the day and the Degeneracy that some of us, like myself, bring to the table. But if you were a betting man, you were not so happy about Arkansas's inability to finish off this game and win it by more than three scores. Frankly, I think the Hogs were very fortunate to win. You got behind thirteen to seven at the end of the first quarter, and it was not looking pretty. But You know, you find a way to use your size and your strength to lean on a much smaller team. And ultimately, that was enough. Arkansas, bigger, stronger. The SEC team won the game tonight the way it should have. That's what went down. And even though Rocket Sanders and Rashad DeBinion both got hurt early, so you were limited without your stud tailbacks, I thought, the Arkansas offensive line actually had some push. The once, played with a little bit of confidence. And it was Zay Agustave and Dom Johnson, who really toted the rock for most of this game and did the damage for Arkansas. I know with the last drive revealed, not much, mostly running the clock out. But how about 19 combined carries between those two tailbacks for 155 yards? Tremendous games out of both of those guys so future as long as it all works out and things stay because you never know with the transfer portal these days but zay Agustave looks like a player and dom johnson who's wrapping up his career had himself a positive sequence there tonight both guys ran the ball very well kj jefferson three touchdown passes in this game again zero interceptions and so he goes down now with the yardage total in this game as well, up over a buck 50. He will go down as your all-time Arkansas leader in, in everything. Passing wise, all-time leader in completions, all-time leader in touchdowns, all-time leader in yardage, you name it. KJ Jefferson, your all-time leader. And for a guy who's been here for as long as he has, and through so many ups and downs, frankly, as he has, I think it's, uh, It's worth a little tip of the cap, right? A little off of the so-called cap there to Mr. Jefferson. Nicely done on that. Nonetheless, this season has not gone the way Arkansas fans have wanted it to. I think tonight you played a terrible Florida international team and you found a way to make the game interesting. Now, this will not go down as an abomination loss, but a 24-point win against a Florida international team that was getting lit up by the likes of Middle Tennessee State you know, and uh, and just uh, every scrub team that had faced this year, that that doesn't do a lot for me. It, it really doesn't. Sam Houston State, you know, played him down to the wire. This is not even a Division One team. This is a four-international team that's small, you know, that obviously has issues recruiting, and like Mike McIntyre, their head coach, is doing everything he can. Keon Jenkins, their starting quarterback, actually played fairly well in this game. Try to move the pocket a little bit, and you had a couple big plays early that had FIU believing, but it was not to be. They're not good enough, big enough, strong enough to beat Arkansas in a four-quarter game. However, you know, they pushed back. They scored 20 points, and I think they flexed again that Arkansas ha- has got all kinds of issues. Defense seems to have kind of let go of the rope here late in the year. Um, I-, I think you're seeing... A little bit of shakiness at times, certainly, uh, from this team on the perimeter in that department. And offensively, you know, I don't know what's going to happen against Missouri next Friday, but I don't see how what you saw today makes you feel very good all about where Arkansas is at as the Hogs get ready to play their final game of the season. Missouri is going to be so much uh, more motivated to come out and play that game. And I would expect the stadium to be mostly laden with Missouri fans. So uh, I don't know what you're playing for in that last game of the year, other than, you know, some kind of stunner upset. That's not going to happen, but that's going to be tough to watch and digest. So I'd like to be more raw, raw tonight. Don't get me wrong. It'd be a lot easier on our people's post game show. What number 11, we threw in a basketball one for you after the Purdue game. We might do that. After the Tulsa game, too, and call it 14 before the year is out. But 11 of these football bad boys, including tonight, and most of them not been pretty. Arkansas 4-7 and seven now in the season after the win. This was supposed to be a rent-to-win that got you into a bowl eligibility spot. But alas, that is not going to happen because Arkansas is already eliminated from bowl eligibility. A uh, lot of reports flying around today. I, I tried to stay away from it. Getting a little downtime with the fam. It is the start of Thanksgiving week and having some, uh, some time to catch the breath and reflect a little bit. We will be live in the morning show for a couple days this week for sure. But then, uh, I mean, at some point this needs to be over. It's been limbo. It's been purgatory. It's been all those things I mentioned out the gates 10 minutes ago. And I don't think we have resolution yet, but I think we're getting closer. Anybody telling you right now? And I, I read reports. I heard reports. Geez, if you just listen to the broadcast at all, and you know, I watched. I was at the game tonight. Watched a lot of the game there, but then I have to hustle home for this show in the fourth quarter. So heard a little of the radio, and then of course some of the TV. I mean, you listen to the radio or the TV, folks. They'll tell you Sam Pittman's already been guaranteed next year. But that is not the case. And so let me continue to be the Bob Dylan blown in the wind for you here, whether it whether it comes true or not. At least we tried, folks. I sure think it's going to happen. Arkansas Razorback football is in desperate need of a change. At the top, and right now the interest in this team has really bottomed out. Apathy seems to have set in. I mean, I was at the game, so you can BS me all you want. I had folks trying to troll me on Twitter. I had that guy, 75,000, coming after me. I had flip off JB, 74, Daddy Hog 53. The trolls are coming back. Good for y'all. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Blocked, blocked, muted, blocked. I don't care. I just don't care. But trying to tell me in the first quarter, there weren't less than 20,000 people there. I mean, maybe you got there way late, but in the first quarter, there was hardly anybody in their seats. Okay? So that wasn't untrue. Team was down 13-7. Looked totally lethargic. They played better the rest of the way, and more people came in, but not many. I don't think there were more than 30,000 people tops at that game. By the time it was packed out, was it ever packed out? In the second or third quarter, you want me to argue twenty-five to 30,000 range? Fine. I'll give you that. I will concede that. It probably was that many. But that isn't even halfway full. And so for the University of Arkansas to come out before I left the stadium in the fourth quarter, it was the start of the fourth, for them to come out and say to everyone there, the handful of us who were there, that there were 61,422 people there, that, my friends, was completely laughable. Absolutely, positively laughable. There were no 61,000 people there. Not even close. Not half of that. Even if you round up. You got to embrace your losses sometimes. It doesn't all have to be propaganda and spin. I had somebody calling me, you're spinning. You're stirring the pot. I'm not doing anything except reacting to an atrocious football program right now like most of y'all did. You spoke loudly today, folks. I'm proud of you. I'm not ripping you on this show. You're not getting that from me. I am not going to rip the fans who decided to spend their day elsewhere. Not going to rip them. Not going to rip them for whatever they did with their tickets. It's their money. If they gave them to a friend, great. If they didn't put them to use at all, good for them. You can light them on fire for all I care. Just like A&M, they throw money in bonfires. I'm not saying it's the way to go, but if you wanted to do that, good for you. You paid for it, you do what you want. Nobody here is bashing you for not attending this game. But my goodness, you spoke loudly today, my friends. You spoke loudly. Because even today, with two-thirds of that stadium empty, you know, let's say it was 25000 for argument's sake, Everybody fighting over these numbers like it matters. We're in the range of irrelevance, right? So, fighting over nothing. If it's 25,000, that means the stadium was one third full. Okay. I'll be two empty seats for every taken seat. That means, just from a concession standpoint and a parking standpoint, and you think about the potential, you know, bars and restaurants and hotels. Mm, I think you're talking about anywhere from three to. Six, seven, eight million dollars that the U of A and its surrounding supporters lost today, maybe more. Maybe today was a five to ten million dollar bleed out kind of day. Um, that's over half of Sam Pittman's buyout. This idea Arkansas can't afford the buyout, you're gonna bleed that money out in the last two games of the year right now. What do you want to bleed that money out every week next year? Is that what you want? You want to go into next season and expect. 30,000, 40,000 people for every game next year. No, you're going to cross your fingers, hire a new OC, and maybe you'll get 50. Folks, there's no buzz. It's gone. Hog fans aren't stupid. They can read the writing on the wall. They don't need the spin. They don't need the PR. They don't need to tell you this thing is uh, turning around because they beat FIU 44 to 20. They don't need any of that. This is not going to be a box score driven postgame show tonight. Frankly, it just can't be. But it needs to be truthful, and it needs to be real. You better believe Hunter Juracek is keeping that poker face up front while he makes all kinds of moves behind the scenes. So it's late on a Saturday. We're finding a way to dig deep here. I think we're down to the final you know, six, six and a half days of Sam Pittman. You got Missouri next Friday, and I think you're going to get smoked by a much better Missouri team that got tested a little bit by Florida in this football game they played today, but won that game. They're having a great season. They're 9-2. and two. I think their fans are going to travel. I expect you will have more folks in the stadium for that game than FIU. But unfortunately, a lot of them will be road team fans. Uh, a lot of boobirds mixed into the game today while I was there, along with some you know, sarcastic cheers. You did have some folks just doing their best to tote the Razorback pride. But this is a conflicted hog nation right now. I think people are tired. They're worn out. It's been a down couple of years and this year has been just absolutely brutal. You look around campus, you see some other programs with some buzz, you look at baseball, you look at men's basketball, heck you look over at softball or track and field you think why not us you think why not us and um, it'd be nice to have football matter here at the University of Arkansas again because right now judging by the attendance, it doesn't matter nearly the way it uh, the way it could. All right. Um, we need to take a break. We are already 15 minutes into this bad boy. Getting it done late night tonight as we are uh, 20 minutes past the top of the hour. Getting it done on the air at 10 o'clock. We'll hang out for a little bit. If you have some thoughts, we could take some calls through the Podbean app. I got some stats to get to. I want to play Sam Pittman sound. It's all very interesting. And we can talk about the future of the Hedgehog himself because I think we need to have that conversation too. Let's take a break. We'll come back. So good to have you on board. Josh Bertaccini broadcasting live from the Team B Media Bunker studio. And we're coming right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive and Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long.
2: Hey, folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest
1: Arkansas's largest
2: sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy, too. When he asked me for help with business cards, show signs, and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon. You've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know.
1: When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB.
2: When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Postgame Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at the Real NWAJB. 90 minutes of postgame reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the headhog himself. It's the People's Postgame Show. 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV Media Production.
1: Follow, watch, and listen across social media at The Real NWA JB. All right, so many ways to listen into the show. Right through the gates of the podcast universe. After we wrap this bad boy up, so you can make it happen for yourself. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, and more. You want to listen back later tonight as you're doing a little hangout, maybe over a bonfire or something. Seems like it'd be a good weekend to do that. Or maybe you're thinking about just listening back tomorrow while you do some housework and maybe run some errands, getting ready for the holiday week. Thanksgiving just five days away. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there, I'm very much thankful to all of you. Find a little bit of time for us here in Arkansas Razorback land. That means an awful lot to us. And so um, whenever you want to listen back, DVR it up. Make it happen for yourself. And I think you'll like what we are working with as you get a look-see here inside of the the bunker studio behind me. I don't know what you can see and what you cannot, but it's a little bit funny, right? Okay, Arkansas wins 44-20. Hogs win today. Does it change anything about the Razorbacks? Does it change anything about the Hogs and what's happening right now? I don't think it does. I think Sam Pittman is going to act like it does, going to rah it up, and then the Hogs are going to go out, and they are going to get absolutely blasted by Missouri coming up. Now, Missouri had to go through the ringer. Missouri had some issues in its own right. There's no question about that here today. But um, I don't think it's going to go next week the way perhaps Sam Pittman thinks it's going to go right now. I really don't. And Sam Pittman doing his thing, FIU postgame. Missouri
0: just won on a last-second field goal. How do you see this week laying out for you guys? Well, um. We'll they'll lift at noon tomorrow and then come in for meetings. We'll put this game at four o'clock and then we'll practice tomorrow night. Practice obviously uh Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, practice in the morning, they'll uh, have a chance to get out go of here by noon or so. Always they'll come back about noon on Thursday. Uh, at least we will. I think they've gotta be back around two, two fifteen, two thirty uh, on Thursday. Sam going back to Isaiah's performance, what was maybe keeping him off the field earlier in the year uh on, on offense? And then is there anything he did differently to But going into this week, I wanted to see if he could what he could do in a live game. and we needed a we needed a shot at running back. I mean we needed somebody to make people miss, run over people to move on whatever it may be, for this emergency and and I. Uh, and uh, we thought it might put some in urgency into all of that group as well by seeing that he was going to get the opportunity to play. And uh, so that that was our thought. Now, Rockets has got a shoulder and Nardo's got a knee. But other than that, I don't know from Dominic Johnson. it has been two days shot, two years since his last rushing touchdowns. Um what do you think that's definitely kind of the him? It meant a lot to me. <laughs> I hope it meant a lot to him. It's with Fortune 2 and with nobody in the middle of the field, you know. Uh, but, uh, Sam KJ set two more career records yeah. by passing yards, touchdown passes. Um, I know it hasn't been here anybody hoped it would be. Just, what do you think about him setting two more records tonight? That's kind of how he's with the season. Well, I think he's handled the season well. You know, he's know, he competed tonight for it, you know, for the team. Um, and I'm really happy we we recognized him after the game about uh, you know being an all-time passing yard leader and uh, passing touchdowns. Oh, but I hope it. I know it meant a lot to him and it meant a lot to us that he we we've been able to have him for you know four years now. Ricky Frank's was here tonight, so to that was very cool for him to come back to to witness all that kind of stuff, too. I know it wasn't his record, but it was really neat he was able to come back. And, uh, you know, KJ's meant a lot to our program, He's meant a lot to us next Friday, too, and just really, really happy for him. Now, on the ESPN, you broadcast, I guess they referenced how, that they talked to you, and you told them you had a long meeting with Hunter Sunday, and you sure you wouldn't be fired. Uh, the, the I comment on that. I don't, I don't remember having that conversation with those guys. That's, that's not for me to. Yeah, right that I would say this, guys, that when we start talking about firing and all this, it kills us in recruiting. and uh, especially when we've got our kids' stories and things like that, it, it kills us in recruiting. And when we give opinions about who's coming in and all those type of things, it, it kills us. And, uh, you know, I got a wife and she's a human being and put out stuff that's not true. I know it's a clean world now. Well, I am getting fired, guys, but he always told me I'm the friend. And, uh, so I'm not sure why I have like to answer these questions about being fired or not, but I think it will kill recruiting, but just keep talking about it. And if you're an Arkansas fan, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt us. So I wish we'd post the facts. And whatever the more other facts are, then we can deal with it. That's it on broadcast. You know, we can't just ignore it. I'm not, Bob. You're a wonderful man. You gave me an opportunity, me an opportunity to say what I wanted to say. Thomas, uh...
1: He didn't play. action that was making a or something. Wow. Okay, so I, I'm going to call that there because we got to get the game grades. I want to wrap this bad boy up. It's been a long day, a long night, and folks have had their chance to weigh in. Social media out there as well for you: Twitter, Facebook, at the real nwajb. We're back to doing this thing again, huh? This thing where it's a media creation. The media. When we got um, AJ Green nine for twenty-three, so he gets a couple more in the last drive. Hogs sell Keon Jenkins to 21 of 36 for two TDs and two INTs. You're trailing 13-7 after the first quarter, but you go on a 24 to nothing run in quarter number two. And in the third quarter, tied up at seven and seven before a couple of Cam Littlefield goals. He finished three of five on the game. And you went up by the final score of forty-four to twenty. So Hogs were favored in this contest by, uh, an impressive uh, 29 and a half points. If that seemed like it was a little much, if that seemed like, like it was a little bit high, it's because it was. And I think obviously uh, you find yourself after a win like this feeling like maybe you should have won by a little bit more 44 to 20, your final score in this contest. Arkansas comes away with a victory, a very light day of games across the SEC. As you found, contests left and right that left a little something to be desired. Really just a, a day of playing cupcakes. And if you want to call it Cupcake Saturday, I get it. That's definitely what it felt like. That's certainly what it looked like, too. My goodness. Georgia over Tennessee, probably your your most significant win of the day, 38-10. to 10. Iowa 15, Illinois 13, in um, some other top 25 stuff. Notre Dame 45-7 to 7 over Wake Forest. Ohio State won big. Michigan close over Maryland. That was almost an upset nationally. Louisville down to the wire, but they beat Maryland, 10th-ranked team in the country. Ole Miss drills a Monroe. OU close over BYU. K-State beats Kansas in the Sunflower State. How about Washington going final just a little while ago? With a pick'em win over Oregon State, a two-point up there, 22-20. And Missouri and Florida, we mentioned that earlier, down to the wire, 33-31 Missouri wins. Tigers 9-2 and and 5-2 and in the SEC. And I had to kind of hang on for dear life a little bit at the end of that contest, but they make it happen. Brady Cook does enough and uh, Missouri avoids what would have been just a catastrophic loss for them. Cody Schrader, 23 carries 148 yards. Luther burden's a playmaker. This is not a good matchup for Arkansas right now whatsoever, but a, a a two point win for Missouri, Alabama gets an easy cruise control. win. I think anybody cares about that, but um, you got to do something about this week of games played earlier in the year. Why is LSU killing Georgia state? Why is Alabama destroying Chattanooga? Why is Mississippi State playing Southern Miss? Why is AM playing Abilene Christian? And how in the world is New Mexico State rolling up Auburn 31 to 10? Did you see that today? 31 to 10, New Mexico State over Auburn and South Carolina over Kentucky by 17 to 14 score. 17 to 14 very interesting stuff there in that regard as well. So um hogs 44 to 10 get themselves the win, improve and continue the march towards not making a bowl game cuz you're not going to make one this year. Thoughts coming in across the social media, a lot of debate about actual attendance. I want to read some of these. We take a couple calls, I definitely I want to play you Sam Pittman presser sound. So why don't we take a break right now? We'll come back. It's 1035 already. If you're listening live and we're doing this thing on a Saturday night, last Saturday game of the year, black Friday finale against Missouri in six days, light crowd tonight. I understand it changes the dynamic of what's going on here, but I'll talk a little more about Sam Pittman. We're going to listen in on his press conference and then respond to it. Game grade still to come. As well. It is the People's Post Game Show with you, my friends, making it happen here on Team B Media, streaming live. We're coming right back on the square in Fayetteville Hugo's is an institution a basement burger den with a funky vibe great food casual American eats and a big time beer selection as well check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday open 11am to 10pm see their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram when you want a great meal in an awesome location it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville hey Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called. And he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work, to branding new businesses, or rebranding an existing business, to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram, at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs!
2: If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com.
1: Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning Monday through Friday for 90 minutes talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend. Two.
2: Intense Party Rentals Whether you're planning a catered affair corporate event, town festival wedding or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine indoors or out. Intense Party Rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals Pig Suey
1: Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Right, not done yet. Little ways to go. Sam Piment Presser is wrapped, so we're going to play that sound for you. Good five, six minutes of it here in just a few. And great to have you on board the show here today as so we continue to get some thoughts into the mix from you, the people. And I think a lot of the things that we're hearing right now tonight on the social media and across the uh, the responsive places, right, is that this is, this is sale. This is over. You're disinterested, and I think apathy and dollars are going to speak louder than anything else. I just think that's the way this thing is going to go. So that's where we are. We're dealing with apathy. We're dealing with a loss of dollars, and when you have that going on, it's not good for anybody. Folks, There are, there's not one person who could fix this, but there are a few different people who could. And, and you can come up with names that you like, and I can too. And I don't even feel like that's the conversation I want to have here tonight. It's not going to be a long show. It's been a crazy long season, been a whirlwind, you know, several months getting this thing going. We're just knocking it out nuts and bolts style. But this thing is uh, it's not enjoyable anymore. You know, Arkansas wins by three touchdowns today. Th- that's a very hollow victory. And I think it's temporary. And this was supposed to be a game that celebrated, you know, you're being bowl eligibility or bettering where you were going to go, what bowl you were going to go to. And that's not what this was. Not even close. Instead, what you had was, you know, a Razorback team that looked like it was going through the motions on defense all night, particularly in the first quarter. I'm getting some of these, JB. what's with the cold takes What does that even mean? Cole takes. Is this about takes? Somebody else telling me tonight. JB, you're spinning it. It's a packed house. I'm spinning it. It's a packed house. Wow. Well, that's where we are. And that's what we're seeing is Arkansas Razorback fans kind of deciding that they want to see what they want to see. And they want to hear what they want to hear and for the folks who want to have a cold beer, an old cold beer with Sam Pittman this is still pretty okay for you right now, you don't care that nobody else is going, you don't care the program's bleeding out money, you don't care about local businesses, why would you, who cares let's celebrate this like a Super Bowl victory, why the heck not BT my man Brian is calling from Fayetteville give him a chance on the phones here tonight. What's up, BT? How are you? You know because of that we have a really special All you need to know is the fanny's not in the seats. You're burning out money. You can't afford to keep this guy. You cannot afford to keep him. You can't. And anybody who thinks you can is wrong. They're not taking football seriously enough. I don't know what Chuck's point was there about you need to make sure that you get a top notch guy. Sure. Can you get one ever? But what difference does it make whether you go get one now or later? You have no choice but to go get somebody now. Maybe it's a good thing. You don't want to go and spend top dollar on Mike Elko or, you know, whoever. Rhett Lashley, some some fancy Gus Malzahn. Now, you don't need these names. You need somebody who can do the job. What about Jeff Trailer at Texas San Antonio? What about giving him $5 million a year? That doesn't sound ridiculous. You don't want him? Why don't you go find a a hard-nosed coach somewhere in the Big 12 who wants to get out of that decaying league or the Pac-12? There are plenty of coaches to be had. What about Kyle Whittingham at Utah? He might look for something different now with the logistics of that league changing. I think he could make it happen. There are people out there who could take a swing at this and at least for two, three years sell tickets, get people fired up, And give you another chance here. I'm going to tell you the next coach is going to be the guy. You haven't had a guy since. Frank Broyles? I don't know. But it's been a really long time. So you can't just keep hoping and crossing your fingers and believing that, you know, one person's going to fix it for you. But you have to keep swinging at it. You do have to do that. You owe your fans that. You come back, put in no effort, bring back this same befuddled coaching staff where the head hog himself says he doesn't know what he's doing, y'all. He says he doesn't know what he's doing. What on earth does that mean? When your head hog says that, you should be very, very concerned went six and six last year and lost four games by nine points. The media didn't score a home touchdown for three weeks. The media went four and eight this year. The media didn't show up against Auburn. The media hired Dan Enos. The media can't figure it out as far as, you know, what to do in a, in a a fourth and one situation. The media uses all his timeouts. The media keeps his boys hired on special teams and, on the O-line, this I, this put-upon stuff does not work for me. You're losing me here, Coach, with this stuff. This is like the final Nails in the coffin of the tenure stuff. And act like the media is doing damage to recruits. You are damaging recruiting by stinking. Recruits are decommitting during games, Coach. Your recruiting class will continue to crumble, Coach, if you get body slammed by Missouri on Friday, Coach. Has Bob Holt been doing it? I don't know. If anybody's pretty sure it's happening, it's me. Um, he says Hunter check has told him he's safe and he's good to go. I don't know if Hunter's told him that. And then he kind of denied that. Just gets weird. Here's what I want to know, too. The energy that he shows there at the end of that presser when he's all worked up, where's that energy during the games or on the sideline? Because I don't see it. Look, he's a nice guy. That's fine. I- I'm long over that. Uh, let's do game grades and call it good here tonight. Offense was good enough. 510 total yards. You ran the ball well. KJ threw well enough. You had a couple of injuries to your running backs, but you scored 44 points. I guess you scored 37. One was the defensive touchdown. I'm going to go A- minus for the offense. It was cooking tonight. Defense, uh, well, you gave up 20 to Florida International. Tackling looks like it's starting to wear. You did score one defensive touchdown. Three scores against FIU. Maybe a C-plus for the D. I could do that. Special teams, Cam Little misses two. Kick returns. Not bad with Satania, who got involved a little bit more, running, returning, and receiving. Um, Two misses by Cam Little is weird. We'll go B-minus on the special teams. So A-minus offense. uh, C-plus on the defense. Let's go B-special teams they didn't cost you the game that's for sure and then we'll go coaching for this game i mean kind of denial city they did win the game they didn't just lay down and die they didn't cover they didn't look outstanding they trailed by a touchdown after a quarter which was a really bad look to fiu coaching c the denial stuff is is weird fans i mean loud you made an impression you spoke with the purse strings. So I thought there was uh, there was a lot done there. That was the well-played move. That was well-played. And then Hunter Juracek, this is poker face. So a WP for well-played for the fans and a PF poker face for Hunter Juracek who continues to keep it close to the vest while he obviously continues to make all kinds of moves behind the scenes. Um, as I've told you here of late, By all accounts, Arkansas has moved on. Too much money has been lost. Sam Pittman can blame the media all he wants. That tactic has proved somewhat successful for a lot of people publicly. Um, This team's not good, and it's not getting better if you bring back the current regime. It's just not. So none of this woe is me. You can't do it. You got plenty of loot here, and you got to get yourself out of this. And it doesn't mean you have to say that Sam Pittman was the worst coach ever. He had a couple good years, then he flatlined. That's why you got to be wary about those those buyouts and those extensions. Nonetheless, here we go. And this is going to be a short week. We got Monday, Tuesday, making it happen as we barrel our way into Thanksgiving week. And then obviously Turkey Day and Black Friday and Missouri, my goodness. After that, Friday night, we probably hear something. I feel it's weird. Even if Arkansas beats Missouri, it's probably weird. But if I'm Hunter Gurchek, I want this season to play out. Because if you lose to Missouri, the running's on the wall for you right there. You'll be four and eight and you'll be of uh you, you'll have let it all play out. So maybe that's where we're at. Friday night, Saturday morning, we're gonna hear something. And until then, we just hang in there. At least basketball goes to the Bahamas. That should be fun to watch get a little basketball action in Atlantis could be kind of cool. And on that note, we're going to call this thing a show here on a Saturday into Sunday, November the 18th and 19th team B media coming at you live from the bunker studio after each and every Arkansas Razorback football game. So many phenomenal sponsors making this thing happen. You hear them on each and every program. We got basketball revving up here around the corner. A whole new host of sponsors. So support local wherever you can, my friends. And uh, we'll see you next Friday, right? Final people's post game of the football season comes your way after Arkansas and Missouri games at three. I'm thinking post game ETA six thirty. I'll be on the air six thirty, talking about the end of the season. But we got it done here tonight. And sometimes that's what it's all about, my friends. I'll tell you what. Let's call it good. On that note, Sam Pittman's out of the can. Game grades. Are done. Ballers strong. Your boy JB getting it done. Get after us on social media thrilling WAJB. Check out the morning show. Back Monday at 7. We got an NFL Sunday tomorrow. And certainly a lot more college football news between now and then. Hogs win 44-20 over FIU. The wins have been few and far between, but you got one tonight. Take it where you can. 4-7. and seven. Have yourselves a great rest of the weekend. We'll see you on Monday.
0: We'll see you on Monday.